lived a good life. I mean, I've had a, a lot, a lot of happiness, happiness, smiling, telling everybody that everything was beautiful every day. If I went into my church and didn't say everything was beautiful, they'd think I was sick. And, I, and I'm not that way. I mean, I'm a, uh, I, I sincerely believe in this old world that everything is beautiful. I mean, if I see, if I wake up in the morning and see these plants out here and, they, and all those flowers that are in there and the green grass on the, on the ground, that's beautiful. And people don't realize what they have. They bitch about it. And then nowadays, I am so upset that the things we did and the things we fought for and the boys that died for it, it's all gone down the drain. Our country's gone to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got the country we had when I was raised. Not at all. Nobody will have the fun I had. Nobody will have the opportunity I had. It's just not the same. And that's not what I was. That's not what they died for. I just... It's just, just not it. I'm so sorry. I'll be all right. Just takes me time to get over it. I just, I, I, why, why me? See, sitting here like this, see, all this going on. It's crazy. It's just, Emily, it's just, just not. It's just not the same. That isn't what we fought for. Oh well. I should be worried about it, I guess. I'm 100 years old, they say. Well, what do you say we kick this thing off with a lighthearted segment, shall we? Good afternoon, Casey Hendrickson here, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel in the all-new MNC Nation. That is Carl Deckel. Carl Deckel was celebrating his 100th birthday, and he was being interviewed by Fox 13 Tampa Bay, He's a Marine. He's a World War II veteran. And again, celebrating his 100th birthday. And he was talking about the impact that his and other World War II veterans and their service had on society. And he broke down. He broke down because he knows what many of us see. Things are not right with this country. And I don't mean it in a way like the leftists will try and distort it, that we want to go back to a time where people who are gay got beat up in the streets or people who are a different skin color got enslaved or forced to work on the railroad. Nobody means that. That's a that is an intellectually dishonest distortion that is designed to belittle people instead of actually addressing the concerns and the arguments. And you heard it. He broke down. This is not what we fought for. Our country is going to hell in a handbasket, he said. And he was moved to tears. Now, that was last year. That was in June of 2022. 
He died in August of that year, less than two months after he gave that interview. And this is somebody who had a good life. But you also saw something else in him. See, Carl Deckel, because of what he went through, he saw the world in a very different way. And sometimes that's what has to happen to people. I don't know if you've ever met anybody who has tried to kill themselves but failed. I mean, somebody who got really close. There's people who, they do something and it's for a little attention. They were flirting with being suicidal. But then there's people who actually jumped off of the bridge. Then there's people who actually pulled the trigger. There's people who actually swallowed an entire bottle or more of pills. They committed. But for some miracle, it didn't work out. At least not the way that they had hoped. You ever met any of those people? Maybe you're one of them. For the most part, those folks that, that did reach their limit that I've met have been the most alive people I've ever come in contact with. And I sincerely mean that. Most of them. And it's because they've experienced something that the vast majority of other people will not experience. Thankfully, by the way. Veterans sometimes is a different story. Survivor's guilt is a huge one. What could they have done different that could have brought their brothers home? Some of you know, some of you don't. Some of you know that I had the distinct honor, and I, I don't use that word lightly, but I had the distinct honor of hanging out with Captain Chad Fleming and Marcus Luttrell this past weekend. Marcus Luttrell and, and Chad Fleming were doing an event at the, the Mech in Shipshawana. I was graciously asked to be a part of that. I didn't know until afterwards how that had come about. You know, I, we have a salesperson in the office who usually doesn't sell for my station, by the way. I mean, I know Mary very well. She's, she's a sweet lady. But she usually doesn't sell for my show. She usually doesn't sell for my station. She sent me this email, and she's like, would you be willing to do this? I'm like, for Marcus and Chad? Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you've ever witnessed me give a Memorial Day speech or you've if you've been over the past couple of years, if you've been to the Freedom System fundraiser, um, you've heard me give a talk that is pretty dark about my own experiences. One that I don't share on the show because, frankly, it isn't for the show. It's something that I rarely talk about and there's only certain places that it comes up. And many of you out there listening right now, you have those same experiences. But as I was leading up to the event with Marcus Luttrell, you know, his people were, they were prepping me and over the you know, course of the weeks and, and months and everything else. And it's like, you know, hey, make sure that Marcus doesn't go too deep into the woods on Operation Red Wing and what happened to him. And this entire time, the way it was kind of portrayed was that we want to make sure that he doesn't have like a flashback, like a PTSD moment. I've never met Marcus in person. I've run into him at SHOT Show, but I've never like 
talk with them. So it's it's never it's never been a thing. Like I've never I've never interviewed the guy. I've never been in the same room with him. You know, and and it's obviously a very traumatic experience if you're at all familiar with what Marcus Luttrell went through, or read the book Lone Survivor, or watched the movie Lone Survivor. What you may not know is that those are actually a fraction of what happened to him. But I want to continue this on the other side of this break because I'm a little bit long right now and I don't want to, frankly, I don't want to cut this short. I had a very interesting experience with Marcus when he was in town here this past weekend. I'm going to talk about that next. 95.3 MNC and the all-new MNC Nation. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel and the all-new MNC Nation. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. A little different. I'll be honest, I didn't know how I was going to open the show today. And I've had this audio. I've played it on the show before. I've had this audio here this entire past week. And I played you the audio from Carl Deckel. Now, Carl Deckel is a 100-year-old Marine World War II veteran who is celebrating his 100th birthday because he was 100 years old and because it's obviously right around Memorial Day. Last year, they interviewed him about not just not only his life, but the impact that the greatest generation had on the world and our country. And while Carl Deckel was speaking, he broke down. He broke down thinking about everything that they had done, everything that they had gone through, everything that they had fought for being flushed down the toilet by our country today. But before he broke down, he talked about how great of a life he had had and how beautiful things were and how his church would be suspicious that something was wrong if he didn't come in and talk about how beautiful things were. And again, that was because of his experience in World War II. And this past weekend, I was a part of an event with Marcus Luttrell and, and Captain Chad Fleming. You're familiar with Marcus Luttrell's story, I assume. Um, for those of you who don't know Chad Fleming, for the love of everything, look it up. What an amazing story that is. And for some strange reason, I was invited to be a part of this event to interview Marcus on the stage. And I, was, I left off the last segment by saying, I've never met Marcus Luttrell. I have never had an opportunity to interview him. I've never talked to him. I've ran into him at SHOT Show, but it was nothing more than a, hey, Marcus, you know, and shaking hands, that sort of thing, but nothing beyond that. And here I was invited to be on the stage with the Marcus Luttrell, a place that I was very nervous about because, frankly, I don't belong on the stage with Marcus Luttrell. He's Marcus Luttrell. My presence up there, well, frankly, was odd. And I wasn't initially sure why they wanted me up there. And as his team was kind of prepping me, I got the impression that, hey, sometimes Marcus can go into the story of what happened in the Lone Survivor saga, and he can go a little too deep, which is a commonality with people who have experienced things like that. This is something that I can easily navigate. This I, I can help with that. I'm, I'm telling his team, like, I'm a veteran. I've got this. I don't know if you've ever heard Marcus tell the story about what happened. Sometimes he's okay and sometimes he's not. And so I was under the impression that maybe I was coming in there to help him through that. Just in case. Well, 
I met Marcus backstage. He's there with Chad Fleming. The two security guys were fantastic, by the way. They were amazing. Shout out to everybody who was out there at the Mac. I walked into the front door, and there's some of Elkhart PD's finest, and they're, you know, giving me a little bit of a hard time. And then they finally let on that they knew who I was. And we all joked that, you know, we're here providing security for these two guys when, in fact, if anything happened, we would just turn over our firearms and let them go to work. And there's really not much that we can do better than they can, right? You know, we're talking about two elite soldiers here. Um, so it really, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. But, you know, hey, we were there to provide security. So I met a lot of really good people this Saturday at the Mech. And, and the event was great. And the people over there were fantastic. The entire security team, the entire staff were awesome. But I'm thinking I'm going in there in order to help guide Marcus Luttrell through his story so he doesn't go too deep into the woods and start reliving what happened to him. <laughs> That's not why I was there. I learned that real quick. I walked into the back room, and Marcus Luttrell was there. Chad Fleming was there. The two security guys were there. And I don't think Marcus stopped talking the entire time. I, I, um, and I mean this in the, the best possible way. But just as was the case before Carl Deckel broke down in that video clip that I played for you, before he broke down, he talked about how beautiful everything was. And how if he didn't acknowledge how beautiful everything was, the people around him were concerned that something was wrong. And again, that's just something that, with what he went through in World War II, that was his life's perspective for the rest of his life. Marcus Luttrell is the exact same way. I wasn't there to keep Marcus Luttrell from going into the woods on that traumatic experience in Afghanistan. I was there to hopefully, and I failed miserably, to hopefully keep Marcus Luttrell on track because he just, he goes off on these... I don't want to call them tangents. They're not tangents, but they're these amazing rants about how beautiful the world is and how much he loves everybody. And he, I, I, how many times, for those of you who are there at the Mech, seriously, how many times did Marcus Luttrell praise you and talk about how amazing you were and how great his life is now because of you? It was nonstop. And I kept, in my head, I'm like, God, did he answer? Yeah, he answered the question. But he's still gone off in this, you know, like, 10-minute rant on how awesome everybody and everything is. And how blessed he is as a human being to experience all of the good and the bad that he's experienced. It was, I wasn't sure how it was going to be received. Now, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm on the stage, and again, I'm, I feel woefully out of place. Because again, I don't belong on the stage with Marcus Luttrell, I just don't. But I'm there. Grossly misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> Marcus Luttrell is doing his thing, and you know, I, I got done with it. Um, for, so, for those of you who don't 
I, I think I've told like three people this. Marcus Luttrell befriended me, and I don't think I had a choice in the matter. I've been invited to his ranch now. He's in my cell phone. He's sending me text messages. It's and it, it he did it. I didn't do any of it. I you know I most of you know I'm not the guy that goes chasing after celebrities like oh take my picture and everything else. And that came up a couple of times at the Mac because they kept trying like do you want a picture? I'm like this isn't about me. Let them do their job. And they thought that was interesting because I guess they don't experience that that much. But um, but Marcus Luttrell was not going to say take no for an answer. Not like I would ever say no to being a friend with Marcus Luttrell. But it it, it was he just made it happen. And before I knew it, I'm like, okay, he's got my phone number, and apparently I'm invited to his ranch at some point. It was just one of those things. And but that's that's who he is. Everywhere he goes, he makes friends. And he talked about that being a lesson from his dad, but his experience with what happened in Afghanistan made Marcus Luttrell an unbelievably positive person. And it was just, I was not prepared for it. And I was a little shocked by it. Um, and I wasn't sure how his, how his talk with me would be received. Because frankly, I, I figured that I kind of lost control of it. I made sure that he answered the questions, but it, I don't think that I actually wrangled him very well. And then I started reading the reviews from people who are posting online. And I kept seeing the word inspired or some variation of it come up over and over and over again. And it, it was inspiring. Somebody who's been through something so awful could easily go the other way. And maybe he was there at one point. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it. But Marcus Luttrell is one of the most positive human beings that I have ever encountered in my entire life. But we also had some discussions backstage about some other stuff. And I can tell you, he's not real happy about some of the things that are happening. It's not for me to give you what Marcus's opinions are about certain things that we discussed. But all I could think of when I saw the audio again was Carl Deckel. A man full of life, full of positivity, but also understanding that everything that he stood for and everything that he fought for was evaporating right before his very eyes. We don't have a lot of time to write this ship, folks. We better get a move on. Get more coming up, 95.3 MNC and the all-new MNC Nation.